Welcome to Left On Wed. Bite-sized tips for people getting hitched. Georgia Fletcher. Adam Sini. In the same room. How did we get here? In this part of town. Here I am, once again. Torn into pieces. Is that Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> we should do word association. Today's topic. Let's get into okay. this. I'm really excited about this one because this one girds my loins. Yeah, because your friend could be a singer. So we're going to try <gasps> and see how we can include people in your day that you know and love. Yeah, so it's like there's a whole lot of people that somehow you want involved in your wedding. Definitely not me singing. And you're not sure how. Yes, play to their strengths for one. So we're going to sort of unpack. These are the people that we want involved because we love them. They've impacted us individually or You're us so as a relationship. About I don't it. know why I'm so excited about this episode because I love people, right? And my friends are like my family and I want them to feel involved in my wedding in some way, Is this shape tug or war? form. We're tugging. You love people. I love people and I love my friends. They are my family and I want to find a way to get them involved in the day. Especially if it's a testament to their skill set for your wedding. That's exactly right. So play to their skills. So Georgia, firstly, I just want to go, I want to throw this to you. There you go. Lob ball. Caught. What was the question? uh, Oh, pass it back. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I'm going to lace this with a question. I'm going to throw it back over to you, right? I'm curious what the most obvious ways to involve people in your day are before we go into the little nitpicking of it. What are like... The real obvious ways we love these people, we're going to involve them. I'm throwing the ball back to you. Oh, <laughs> that's a sticky it's a, one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Bridal party. Bridal party, right? Yeah, your wedding party. So, yeah, people that stand up with you, your I do crew. I do crew. What other wedding ways? party? Wedding party. Your favorite peeps, right? They mm. stand beside you. They wear all these fun clothes, and they stand there, and they are your support people during the day. The vibe setters. Yep. Doesn't mean that you can't, if you don't have a wedding party, which we're seeing a lot, mm. doesn't mean you can't get ready with people as well. So totally. there's another way to sort of do it. It's like, we don't having a wedding party, but in the morning of when I'm getting my hair and makeup done or I'm putting my shoes on, I'm going to have these four or five people with me getting ready as well. And then they'll bugger off to the ceremony and I'll get there by myself. My husband and I, Max, we didn't have a wedding party. We had like a bridal bunch. Cool. We just invited a bunch of friends. Yep. I had four. Max had an open home. <laughs> he just had everybody over. Popular. It was great. He got some good group shots, all these school friends. They wore whatever they want. Same with the people that got ready with me. I said, just wear what you want. I said, do you want your hair and makeup done? There was no pressure. And it was fantastic. They were really, really helpful and I loved that. Yeah, so your wedding party is your most obvious way to get people involved. Let's talk about our favourite topic real quick, the MC. Yes. Uh, we've we've talked about MCs in previous episodes. You know all about it. I have a friend that's really funny. Yeah. I have a friend that is in sales. Yeah. I have a friend that has a real estate background. Yeah. I have a friend who I really want involved in the day, so they're going to be MC. I have a friend who has MC'd five weddings before and understands the role of the MC, is a great public speaker, and they can do it. Fantastic. What a great way to involve them. That Mm. is great. Mm. They're a great public speaker. They're funny. They're charismatic. They're going to do the job fantastically. That is a good way to involve someone in the day if they understand it. Go to our episode on that. We talk. We unpack MCs like crazy boys and girls. What about readings? I say choose the reading before you choose the person so that you can choose someone that can read that reading well. They yep. want passion. They want enthusiasm, energy, and connection can to I, the text. Can I add a curveball to as well what I say to couples? I say that as well. But do you know what I also say? What? Is 
another way to do it is choose the person but ask them to choose the reading as a surprise for you. Yes, and takes the pressure off you yep. finding a job but to do. Exactly. It take, yeah, there's one job gone and then there's another surprise for you, which is cute, but they're obviously going to choose something that they're comfortable reading as well. Or like a wedding I had recently, they yep. go to ChatGPT to yep. come up with a reading. Oh, yeah? Did it work? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So we might have our friends in our wedding party. We might have our friend as MC. We might have our friend do a reading. Talking about the ceremony, right? So we've done a reading. What about, have you ever done this? Introducing the couple as married? I've often encouraged the idea if they're still playing around with how they can have their involvement but haven't had the experience yet. It's I'm really cool. I'm guessing you have. Yeah. So it's you, you get that person and it's like just one line. They can come up and they can say, I now pronounce you as married or they could do the last bit. It's like I now for the very first time will introduce Mr. and Mrs. or whatever they're called and they get to introduce them down the aisle. So Love it's like it. one line. Uh, and if you think they're going to be big, pump up, excited, it's a really great way to get someone involved in your day. And they get to have the pleasure of announcing you for the first time as married, which I think is sick. And then their job is done and they can go and enjoy the reception exactly. without the pressure of a job. Yeah, it's not the pressure of doing a reading or a speech or being the MC, but you do get that big crowning moment. You're going to be in the photos. I think it's a really cool way to include people in your ceremony. Big one-line energy. We love it. What about witnesses? Oh, yes. We love that too. Yeah, dog. Two people need a witness marriage certificates. Who are they going to be? They could be bridal party, siblings, yep. parents, grandparents, or everybody's favourite game. Yeah, the raffle. Yeah, or lotto. Or lotto. Or what's under the chair. What's under the chair. You can do whatever you want, baby. But if you've got people, it's like, we already have our wedding party. Mums and dads are already involved. It's like, but we've got person X and person Y. We're going to make them our witnesses and they'll feel really special. There's so many ways we can include people. Do you know what I ask people as well when I tell them about their witnesses? It's like, do they know their witnesses or do you want to surprise them in the moment? Mm. And sometimes people are like, oh, we're going to have our mums. Can you surprise them in the moment? And you, the, how stoked the mums are when it's like, I'm going to invite my two witnesses up and they don't know their witnesses yet. It's our mums, Donna and Cheryl. Just and make sure you it. tell your celebrant that it's a surprise. Yes, yeah, definitely. Otherwise, it'll sort of go down like, ah, oh, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, what about delegating some tasks to some people in the lead up? If what not if we have friends that people? we know and love that don't do public speaking? They're yeah. not very confident Defs. behind a microphone. Defs, McGeffs. But they've got a unique set of skills. Or not. And we can use their no skills. <laughs> To do what? I don't know. <laughs> to well, help. Okay, so like I, I had a couple recently and they had friends who were builders and carpenters. So they mm. built the arbor, which was really cool. Uh, and that was, they got mentioned during the speeches. They felt really special and they built this beautiful arbor that got surrounded with flowers. Always thank people in your thank you speech yep, that have do done things for, for free. Yep, 100%. Or speaking of doing things for free, offer them, offer to pay for it as well. Especially what we see a lot is Friends uh, who have vendors as friends. Yes. Uh, and how do we feel about that, Georgia? I think it's really important to offer payment. Yeah. And then it's up to them how they are going to respond to that. Yep. I think it really depends. Yeah. I know that's very broad yep. and vague, yep. but it will depend on how much it's going to cost that vendor, like a florist. Exactly. Obviously, they have outside costs to cover by sourcing the florals. But I think it comes down to, and again, it really does depend on the vendor yeah. and what their skill is and what outside costs are involved yeah. in 
illustrating that skill and on your wedding day. They might turn around and give you a huge discount, mates rates, charge you wholesale. They might charge you in full. Uh, and, you know, that's because they're putting in just the amount of effort that they usually do. And if you're happy doing that and having them involved, fantastic. Because they're also a guest. I had a wedding recently, Georgia, where the friend of mine, good friend of mine, was like, I'm getting married on this date. Are you available? I said, yes. And she's like, great. I don't want you to be the celebrant. And I was like, awesome. Holy grail. And she was like, because I know that that's your day job and you do, you know, might've done four weddings the week before. I want you to take a day off and relax. Yes. And I thought it was actually a really considerate thing to think of. It's like, no, we've got someone else being the celebrant. You, you kick back and relax. And I did. I had no stresses on the day. I little date night with my wife. We had the best time. The celebrant was great. Who was up there? Uh, it was nice. I've actually given you the job of being yeah. my friend celebrant. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I would actually like to enjoy the ceremony. Yeah. So he's my friend, Adam. Yeah. He'll be your celebrant and I can be the MC. Yeah, brilliant. So divide and conquer. I think that was that's actually a really good thing that you've done as well is like saying Recommend. to them to be like, I would prefer not to because I want to enjoy the day from a guest perspective and take the day off. I know this person is good. Here they are. That's Adam. I'm very happy to MC for you, which you know you, you can do without even thinking about. So I think that's brilliant. I think it's really important coming back to valuing people's time and offering to pay as well because yeah. they are delivering a service to you. So that's really, really important. And if you also are going to ask them, make sure that you do that in a way that's very clear where the boundaries are, the access, the time you have available and don't assume. Yeah. So that's really important too. If you do have friends that have really great skills and they're a fantastic vendor, it's very, very important to value their time. I have had a few weddings recently where they have had a series of talented friends yeah. and it's been amazing because as I come in as the celebrant and then I meet people that are friends with the couple, I've seen it from singers, I've seen it from stylists, wedding coordinators, MCs. Yeah, cool. And more recently, a shout out. <gasps> we love shout outs. Because sometimes when a couple have said, oh, we've got a friend doing this, I maybe don't have my expectations Super duper high. But I came into this particular wedding and Gemma from Sub Subtle had done all the florals and the styling for this wedding. I love her. And it was out of this world. Yeah, she's One awesome. One of the best styling I have ever seen. That, Big call. That was not a good grammatical sentence. No, so but that's your that. MO. <laughs> and I think that leads really nicely. Love Gemma from Sub Subtle, by the way. She's amazing. Um, to recently... Uh, you and I saw a wedding where the family did all the styling inside the reception room. Oh, they did, did all the table that. settings. They did the flowers inside and it was beautiful. Mm. They did such an amazing the job. Mom. Oh my God. It was like a family effort, right? And they got the brothers involved and they just all pitched in to do it together. They got a great shout out during the speeches and they felt, I think they felt accomplished and good about themselves because they had done it. Obviously, the boundaries were set and they were happy to take on the job. And I think that's really important that they knew what they were up for. They were happy to do it. And you can tell that they felt accomplished. We could also tell they probably were tired from it as well on the day. Very Something tired. To consider. Um, but it, it, was, it was awesome. So if, if people can get involved in that way and, and, and you reimburse them or you give them good acknowledgement, then it's a great way to involve people if that's what they're happy doing. And maybe don't assume that money or acknowledgement will be... Yeah done, I would be having those conversations, those mm -hmm. really honest, hard conversations about how can we thank you? Yeah. 
What can we do to make sure that we help you as much as we can? Because we understand this is a lot of time and we appreciate your unique set of skills. What about the wedding swap? So my cousin's wedding, who I was the celebrant for, my wife, Ange, is a fantastic baker. She baked their wedding cake. What can't she do? Literally, it's ridiculous. So she baked their wedding cake and Ange was super happy because she loves baking and it was our present to them, right? We, we didn't put any money in the wishing well. They were like, please bake our wedding cake and that's it which I love as well. It's a bit of a swap of service. And then come our wedding, my cousin baked our wedding cake. That's the same cousin. really nice. Really cute, right? Sometimes you can't do that swapsy though. No, but if, if you can, I think it's a great offer in some sort of I'll way, shape or form. swap your wedding cake if I can swap your wedding this? cake. I did, a good friend of ours is a buyer's agent in Newcastle. He helped us buy our house and I did his wedding and MC. Amazing. I know. It was, that was a really good swap. That doesn't happen very often. So that's how we can include people by helping them delegating tasks. It's a twofold. It helps us do things, but it makes them feel really specially important if they're happy doing those things. If a wedding vendor or a wedding particular aspect of your day is associated with a friend or family member. What about not having people do any work? What about just including them in a way that makes them feel special and cool without having to pick up a finger? What I see a lot is the wedding party getting ready and maybe the mums or the dads are getting ready with them as well. They get their hair and makeup done and they get to spend the morning with their daughter or new daughter-in-law. That's a really nice way to make them feel really special and important, inviting people into that room with you. And also being part of the conversation around the wedding planning too. They might not have been part of the decision-making, but they're involved in the dialogue and the discussions. Meal tastings. Amazing. Maybe there's a way that you can go on a, on a trip with them to go pick out your suit. Wedding wine tour. Wedding wine tour. A hot air balloon. We digress. There are other people involved in the day that may not have skills. Tell me. Who? Where children. are you going Oh, God. Children. They say Little don't work people. with children and animals. Should we finish by talking about children and animals? That's exactly what we're going to do. Those are the lucky last points okay. we have available. There's two types of children, right? Good ones and bad ones. No, I'm kidding. There's two types of children. Don't say that to a weddings. teacher. I'm Your kids and other people's kids. Okay. I and you, we do a lot of weddings these days, these days, where people have children. They have Strap children in. before this they get married. This is going to maybe be a little bit longer than the five minutes we allocated for this topic. <laughs> Strap in, babies. Strap in. So how do we include children in the day? There's the classic role. The flower girl, the ring bearer, they walk down the aisle, they have some flowers. Cute. Do you love it? Very cute. Super cute. Depending on their age. Yeah. And depending on your expectations of their behavior, children are not designed to sit still, be quiet and walk down a wedding aisle with everybody staring at them. And what's important as well for those children to have, make sure that the parents or the people who are looking after them have a plan for what's going to happen. So super young children, like someone my child's age, Iggy, there is no way he would sit still for 20, 25 minutes for a ceremony. I know that he would walk around, he might scream and cry. And if I was taking him to a wedding, I would make sure that I have someone who's ready to put him under their arm and walk away with him. I like to describe the child as the piggy in the middle. Yeah. We have someone letting that little piggy go, yep. but we have someone to catch that little piggy at the end. Oh, see, I've missed the person catching them at the end. So I always ask a few questions when it comes to having children involved. Do you know what I love? Questions. Go. Mm. How old are they? Three. That's actually the first question. Okay. Are the parents in the bridal party or love the it. wedding party? Yep. Is there someone that can be there for them at the end as yep. the reward? Someone as an incentive at the end? Lollies. A novelty grandparent. A novelty grandparent, yep. Don't give me the lollies because I am a stranger to that child. And will eat them. I won't eat them, <laughs> but the child will definitely not take them from me. And I hope that they don't. Yeah, that has point. happened at a wedding before. Yeah, mine would. 
So, piggy in the middle. <laughs> if the child, for example, is not even walking yet, crawling age or sleeping a lot, if you still would really like them involved because you'll have those beautiful lasting memories in photo form and they have that involvement, have a parent or a bridal party member that knows the child well and the yeah. child is familiar and comfortable with, walk them up the aisle. Beautiful. Go with them. You also see those fun little cars or tractors and tray oh, yeah. beach trolleys. That's quite a vibe too. I also think having young children walk up with other children they know is very familiar if they're siblings or cousins. Again, this is as they're getting a little bit older. I've got a wedding uh, tomorrow and it's a blended family, right? And they have, I think, three and four kids. Oh, no, three and three on each side, right? So it's a Brady Bunch sort of situation. uh, And we had this conversation how they were going to involve all these kids from ages about 10 to teenagehood, right? Uh, so the two sons of her are walking her down the aisle, which I think is beautiful. Mm. They're all their wedding party. So they don't have a wedding party, but all their kids are going to be standing up beside them and they're swapping sides. So like his kids are standing next to her and vice versa, which I think is beautiful. Um, and her son is doing a reading during the ceremony as well. I've also seen lots of weddings like that. I love it. So just as a recap, we can have them walking up the aisle as flower girl, page boy, or just walking up the aisle without those titles. We can get them standing beside you and being part of your wedding party or bridal party. We can get them to share something that's also developmentally appropriate too. I had a wedding a couple of years ago now where they read guess how much I love you. And what I had done though, is I got the original copy and I enlarged the font and I helped the child to be able to read so from the book. Well, the text is very small. Can I tell you a cute story okay. about that book? I had a wedding and their anniversary was yesterday um, where the two mums were school teachers and they came up together, the two mums from either side, and they read that book together as a reading, oh, as a little blended family All thing. the places you'll go is a nice one too. So bloody Seuss. cute. Last thing I want to talk about, okay. and you know how I feel about this topic. <laughs> nope. Woof. Yes. <laughs> How did you know? Doggy boys! This episode is talking about including people in your day, but people to me are dogs. Dogs are people. We are people. Perfect addition to your day. Don't you ever do that again. I got two doggies, right? How do you include them in your day? Don't pant on a podcast. Why? What if I do this? What if this? Okay. My dogs are included in my day, right? Okay. They freaked out. 100 people in this marquee, they were trying to walk down the aisle and they would not do it. My expectation was Naughty wrong Nelly. about how they would react in front of people. They freaked out. Uh, our favourite thing that we see all the time, there's a service going around and it's a company that will come and they will look after your dog during the ceremony, right? They'll walk them down the aisle if they want. They'll give it to a, a, a wedding party member to walk them down. They have treats. They have squeakers in their pockets. They then hang around for the photos and they make sure your dog's in all those photos. We shout out to Subsubtle. Oh my God, my Do favorite. a shout out. Wedding Paws. I love yes, Wedding Paws. Amy wedding from Wedding Paws, shout out. Uh, and there's a lot of companies like this as well where, yeah, and they'll look after your dog afterwards. They'll be in all your photos. But They're you do not have to. One more time, Georgia, and I swear to God, I'm leaving this room. <laughs> you don't have to worry about your dogs on the day. You know, they're included, they're there, they're, they're in their photos, and then all of a sudden, pff, they're gone. And they take them for a sleepover. They go take them for a sleepover. Super cute. So there is a way to include your little furry friends in your wedding Don't as say that well. again. Georgia? Don't say that do again. Do we need to have a word? I Come over so. here for a second. One more time, say it. But they're still listening. The microphones are all at them. Oh, sorry. We're just having a, a 
technical difficulty. Straight to HR. <laughs> That's me. Hello. <laughs> I'm HR as well. Uh, well, I'd like to make a report. Georgia, get out of my office. It's time to finish this episode. <laughs> All we'll right. Like next week. You can include yourself in your own day. For more drama. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you. And if you want to hear and see more, follow us on the socials. We are at Left On Wed Podcast on TikTok, on YouTube. There are full video episodes and on Instagram. There sure are. If you've got questions, you've got comments, ideas for topics, slide on into the DMs. But you can also inquire about our celebrant services by finding... Adam on Instagram and TikTok at Married by Adam. That's me. You can find me at Georgia Fletcher Celebrant. And if you are itching to tell people about this, please do. But you can leave us a review on whatever platform you listen on. Tell people how much you love it. Five stars only. Thank you. That's all we will accept. We'll see you next time. Left on Wed is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay respects to the elders past and present. We, Adam and Georgia, acknowledge our First Nations people's continuous connection to culture and the importance of storytelling.